So I'm going to be honest, you know, I might as well. It's the first episode. I've been a psychology major here at Andrews University for four years now. Uh, I'm going to be here for an extra semester, so four and a half. But anyways, uh, at the end of my fourth year, I started to realize that psychology was not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And this was a very, you know, scary and strange idea because it had me thinking, so what was I going to do instead? I had this thought in my mind of, you know, I know where my life is going uh, from point A to point B, but how do you deal with this uh, sudden sense of uncertainty and not knowing what to do because the major that you're in is not something that you're actually passionate about? Well, to see if other people related to me in this aspect or maybe someone experienced the same thing I experienced at a younger age, I talked to a few people. A lot of them had varying opinions, but I think I came to a pretty solid conclusion. Without further ado, we'll listen to those conversations. You're listening to The Smart Podcast. So this is my good friend, Adrian Magzapuk. So she is a bio pre-med major and coincidentally enough was going through kind of the same thinking process that I was too. Maybe it happens to everyone that is in their senior year. Anyways, this is what she had to say. Okay, so one of the one of the things that um, kind of sparked my road to self discovery and trying to figure out whether the path that I was pursuing was the right path um, was when I was having a conversation with Chap Polite, and it was right immediately the week after Lighthouse, the first Lighthouse after the the, the soliloquy, and um, I just had felt so empowered and so I don't know just very powerful just very like wow this is like this is something that I'm very energized by um and I was having a conversation with Chap and he was like you know I am by no means trying to suggest that you should switch your major he's like I'm not at all um suggesting that but he said I would be I like him he would be feel irresponsible if he told me um if he didn't tell me not to evaluate my path and make sure that it was cultivating the gifts and the strengths that mm-hmm. God has given me, right? So, like, God has, I believe that God has given us um, certain talents and certain gifts. Like, those are God-given gifts that, like, not everyone can go up there and speak, you know? Um, not everyone can understand math in, in a way and teach it effectively, you know? So you're given that God-given gift. And if you have a path... Um, that doesn't necessarily cultivate it or is not strengthening those gifts and um, allowing you to actually seek out what those gifts are, then um, that it may go to waste. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things, like, for us, why this, like, this whole turnaround ends up happening at our senior year is because at our last year, now we have to face everything. Mm -hmm. Like, we have to face, like, going into the real world. The From freshman to junior year, it's kind of like is a distant reality. And so I'm not really thinking about it. I'm not trying to change my mind yet. 
Um, and then senior year, senior year comes and you're like, wow, like next year I actually don't know what my plans are. Is this really what is going to be good for me? Is Does this cultivate my talents? Does this cultivate my strengths? Is this something that I'm energized by and empowered by? Seeing Adrienne up there performing her soliloquy, I had the same thought of, wow, this seems like this is definitely something that I can see her doing for a lifelong career. And I think she's right, honestly. Our majors, our careers should be things that cultivate our talents. You know, these talents that come so naturally to us, things that we already enjoy doing, so work doesn't really seem like work. And I think that is a pursuit that a lot of us go for a job that doesn't feel like a job that honestly is a dream but at the same time can our talents give us jobs that can help us put food on the table raise a family and keep the lights on next I talked to my friend Robert Ray and he actually had the opposite opinion of Adrian's you'll see what I mean when you listen to what he has to say but anyways, so you've come this far. What up, John? You so, good? You've come this far, right? Mm-hmm. So you feel like God is leading you to be a doctor, to be a dentist. You've come this far. You went four years to undergrad, right? And all of a sudden, you feel like you don't want to do that anymore. You want to do something else. Like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, I'm actually like, how do you like differentiate? Like, this guy telling you this? Reconcile this. Yeah. Yeah. Or did God just pull you in a different direction all over, all over, like, again? Did he right. put you in a different path? You know what I'm saying? But when they say God put you on this path, uh-huh. does God put you on... He, give, he gave you a path and you just branched on a different path. So you made your own path. So what I'm trying to say is... Uh-huh. <laughs> to be a doctor, right? Yeah. Doesn't stop you <laughs> from becoming a pastor. Right. It doesn't stop you from actually doing ministry. Right. So when, my thing is when people branch off and say, I feel God is taking me this direction. You know what I'm saying? Look at, he, he already puts you on, like you said, the one path, mm-hmm. right? Go on that path. and But you can become a pastor. You can become, you know what I mean, somebody of influence at the same time. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. It's like, you, you becoming a pastor shouldn't keep you away from becoming a doctor as well. Because if God already wanted you to be a doctor, you already told me that. Like, just from what people say, God put me on this path to become a doctor, right? That shouldn't take you away from, you know what I'm saying, become a doctor and say, oh, God wants me to be a pastor. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like when people when people say that to me, I get confused. I'm just like, so in my mind, I'm saying, is God going to take me off of this path of wanting to become a dentist? So I can become something else. That just confuses. I don't think God put, wants to confuse us like that either. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's pretty, that's tough. There's a lot of truth to what he said. How can we just change the path that we have set ourselves on? Sometimes it truly is just a moment of doubt and panic. And we eventually continue on the same path that we were on before. But maybe we can change our path the same way we chose it. If we don't believe that our major or career path is catering to our talent, maybe we should change. All that we may need is a good enough reason.
a few days after I talked to Robert Ray, I went and talked to my mentor, my boss, my friend, Dean Price. He works at the dorm here at Meyer Hall at Andrews University. I've had great conversations with him before. He's a very wise person. And I know that he is at the point in his life where I figure that he'd have a lot of the questions that I'm asking and wondering about already answered. So I was really interested in what he had to say. Are we on? Okay. You had to have one of those on there. <laughs> um, so can I repeat the question? Sure. What is that? Um, so the question is, uh, I'm in the, first of all, my career is nursing and also residence hall dean. Uh, and the question is, am I doing what I thought I would be doing? Um, and do I still have questions that I'm, do I have questions currently that I'm doing? And how do you I decide, should, too? And how I decide. Okay. Um, well, the short story is nursing uh, was presented to me in a way of practicality when I was in high school. Um, it was presented by my mother, who was a teacher, who wanted to be a nurse, but th- but... My mother's the most practical woman that I've ever known. So her reasoning back then was um, she saw the burgeoning career of nursing and particularly men going into nursing because it was very underrepresented by men. And so with those two factors in mind, her big thing was, James, you want to do something where you always have employment um, and you'll be able to impact the world. Um, So... You can stay here in Michigan all your life, which where I was raised, or uh, you could move around the world, and there will always be a need for nurses. That was her thing. There will always be a need for nurses. And so I received this advice like any teenager would, Mom, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Not that I didn't believe her, uh, but I just had ideas of my own. You know, Parents are never as smart. Uh, when you're a teenager as they are when you're an adult. Right. So, um, but fortunately for me, uh, when I uh, declared a major, by the time I got to Oakwood University, Oakwood College at the time, um, I declared major as nursing. Um, I, I would say I, I not reluctantly, um, somewhat reluctantly agreed with her and signed up for it. After I did some checking, I was like, you know what? This lady might know what she's talking about. So I went ahead and signed up and um, got into it and uh, didn't like it at first. Um, not completely. I did like that I was surrounded by women every day. Uh, <laughs> you can keep that if you want. Uh, <laughs> But what I quickly found out was that nursing is very demanding, um, both in the classroom and clinicals. And um, and then I and what I found out is that the thing that separated nursing from me from anything else that I knew of was that I had options. So as I was doing clinicals through these different rotations, these different areas, I figured out that I was not limited to one area. So that was another benefit that that my mom had not even presented to me, 
that if I didn't like med surge, I only had to do it for a short while. It was a place you could gain experience, um, but you can use that to branch out to do other things. I could work in surgery, I could work in psych, I can work in rehab, I can work in a doctor's office. You know, the sky was the limit. So, um, so that really appealed to me, and um, we got through nursing school uh, and um, graduated, took my boards, and became an RN and started to work. So um, I have done that for many years. I'm still, um, still keep my license up. And then one day, about seven years ago now, uh, while I was here actually going to school, um, I was presented with an opportunity to make some extra money as a student dean. And so uh, I became a student dean while I was doing some nursing on the side and going to seminary. And, um, and a couple of years in, the... Uh, the dean that was here, the full-time dean, resigned right at the end of the school year, and without time to look for another full-time dean, um, I was hired to be uh, assistant dean of men. And so the question is, one of, one of your questions is, um, do, I, do I sometimes uh, think that I'm in the right field, or did I make the right choices? Um, uh, I do. I do. If I had to go back, I, don't, I wouldn't have changed anything. Um, I do. Th- I do think about it sometimes because what I believe is that God can have something for you to do at one station in your life, and then have something completely different for you to do at another station in your life. And what I am learning is that um, because you never stop learning. Um, there are things that you know at the beginning when you're just starting off um, that are new to you. But there are also things that you discover at mid to late 40s that may be new to you as well. And so the key is to never never be closed to the opportunities, the new opportunities that God wants to show you. Because um, what I was going to get to is that um, I think, by and large, uh, young people are presented with this idea that it's all within you to find out what you want to do, find out what makes you happy, what fulfills you, that sort of thing. To a certain extent, that may be true, um, but there's something not complete about it, uh, what I have, and I've, because I've asked myself that question, I've asked myself that question many times in my life. Am I doing what's making me happy? You know, is this, you know, is this, is this fulfilling me? Um, you know, working a midnight shift on a hospital unit somewhere in Detroit. I've worked at, um, worked at Chrysler as a nurse. I was an occupational health nurse for a while. Um, I've been a psych unit nurse. I've been an operating room nurse. I've been an organ procurement coordinator nurse. Um, So I've done some different things. And at each station along the way, um, I've asked myself that question from time to time. Is this fulfilling me? Is this what I want to do? You know, is this why I'm here? And what I've been discovering recently in the last 
few years is that it may not be all about what you find about find out about what's going on in here, but rather God may be leading you to places, to environments that need your attention. Mm-hmm. We live in a broken world, and so we're supposed to be partnering with God to be agents of change in the areas that He sends us to. So maybe it's not all about fulfilling my needs or what I want, you know, or how how I see it. But maybe my perspective has to change a little bit and I have to examine not what's going on inside me, but what's going on around me that needs me in it. You know, what is broken in my environment that God has me here to help fix it. And so it takes... It, it lessens the um, sort of self-centeredness of always, always examining what's going on inside mm-hmm. in terms of fulfillment and that sort of thing and really puts it on an other person or other environment focus, other people um, outside of yourself that, that ultimately may give you the greater fulfillment. To, I mean, I know that's a paradox in a way, because you're looking outside, but maybe that's what maybe that's what um, potential graduates need to be hearing more is the places where God is sending you, where you think He might be taking you, rather than looking at it from, man, what are they going to be doing for me? Maybe asking yourself the question, what am I going to be doing for it? The city that I'm going that I'm looking at going to, the grad school I'm going to be in. Um, the not just an occupation, but this also goes into um, relationships and marriage. You know, the environment that I'm going into, how am I going to impact it? You know, what is my impact there? Um, and so the search maybe is not only about what's going on inside me, but doing some recon on the land that you're going to, and figuring out, hmm. What does God want me to address in those areas? And I think, I think maybe having a little bit of that perspective um, helps you in the places that you are. Here, me being a dean now, um, still doing some nursing, and um, and then also being on the listen to God. What do you have next? Not limiting yourself to um, thinking about. Like, this is the only thing that I'll do the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And in that way, uh, life is just, it's a great adventure, which I, which I really think it, God intends it to be. So, Never be closed off to new opportunities, because life isn't just a trip from A to B. Who knows where you'll be in 10 years? And a major doesn't always determine that. I think we will always be asking these questions and discovering how we can contribute and be fulfilled in the things that we do. Getting set on this idea that school is what ultimately determines who and what we will be just doesn't work. We're not limited to that, you know? There's more to it than that, but you have to figure it out yourself, with some help, of course. Think of your interests, think of the things that you enjoy, and see if you can turn that into a career, into work, into a occupation that can really help you feel fulfilled, and contribute to the society that you're a part of. 
I just think it's, it has a lot to do with us just being useful, useful to people, useful to others, being useful to ourselves, being useful to our family, to our friends. So remember, in trying to figure out what you want to do with your entire life, you're not alone in that. It's not all on you. Situations can help. Uh, opportunities can help. Friends, family, significant others. There are people that will help lead you and just guide you into what you want to do. It's not all on you. Surprisingly enough, because it is your life, but your life isn't just all on you. So remember just to enjoy the discovery of doing what you want to do with your life. Hey guys, so glad you made it to the end of the very first Smart Podcast. I, for one, am very excited. I hope you are too. Uh, we will be back very soon with a second episode. So please stay tuned and you guys will hear from me again very soon. See you later.